Good evening. Do you need to sneeze? No, I'm good. Good evening and welcome to Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. And I'm Shannon. And tonight our topic is Time Belongs to God. That's an interesting statement there. There's a lot of uh, verses about time in the Bible. But one of the things I want to bring up first is time is a blessing. And time was not. I don't know if that was in the beginning, because Adam and Eve, before the fall, weren't going to die. Right. So what was time? But they did have day and night. They had day and night, but day and night is just a blessing from God. That's sunsets and sunrises and stars at night. But they weren't made to die. True. It wasn't until after the fall when God said, you're going to have limited time. Until then, we would have eternity. So God created time for Adam and Eve after the fall. Well, I don't know about that, though. I'm not sure about created time, but God, after the fall, made time something that Adam and Eve had to pay attention to before that. Well, maybe they that's They wouldn't it. have had to. They didn't there have to pay go. attention to it. They okay. did, just like they didn't have to pay attention to belly buttons. I'm sure they did. It did was... Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Yes. I don't know. That's a whole other discussion. We'll yeah, I don't know. No time. one will know that until we get to heaven. <clears throat> Okay, well, I thought of this because a couple things. I just remember how Jesus said to the disciples in Acts 1 7, it says, He said to them, says, Jesus said to the disciples, It is not for you to know times or epics which the Father has fixed by his own authority. And I looked up epics, epic. Epochs. Epochs? Yeah. It's not epic? No, yeah. epic is E-P-I-C. Mm-hmm. These are epochs. Well, an epoch is a period a period of time in history or a person's life. Mm-hmm. So, it is not for you to know times or epo- epochs. What was this again? Acts 1-7. Which the Father is fixed by his own authority. I know I'm saying that wrong. Epochs. I'm saying it wrong, right? But anyway, a period of time in history or a person's life. So God has fixed all those. And the other reason why I thought of this is because one of our children was all stressed out on the messenger with me. Not saying which one. But this person wanted things to happen at a certain time. And I think a lot of times that happens to all of us. We... We... We plan on something, and we think it needs to happen this and this and this and this way. And if it doesn't, then what's wrong with that picture? Right. We get stressed out because time doesn't go the way we think it should go. Right. But I think if we if we talk more about this, realizing time is in God's hands and it goes according to his schedule, it could free us from stress. One of the Don't most... Don't you think? Yes. One of the most... Uh, uh, common passages that, from the Bible that everybody thinks about when they think about time is from the birds, the song. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through Oh, eight. yes. For everything there's oh, a yes, season. that's what I was going to say. A time for every matter under heaven. I didn't know it was the birds. Turn, turn, turn is the name of their song. Oh, okay. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plan, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up. And it just keeps going on well, from there. I'm not going to continue. Just the first one. For everything there is a season and oh. a time for every matter under heaven. My version says there is an appointed time for everything. Right. And, and there is a time for every event under heaven. And I looked up that passage in Acts where you said epoch. Yes. Right? Epoch. 
Epoch. Epoch, like a that's the way I think it's pronounced. I don't know, but anyway, um, from the Greek, it it means season. Oh. An appointed amount of time. Yeah, we all have seasons in our lives. And we think about seasons as, you know, we're heading from, we're heading towards the end of fall here. It's, Not we're end in of fall. fall. Well, fall. but it's getting closer and closer Why to getting a hard freeze and all those things. And we see the seasons as a as a way of us marking time. Mm-hmm. Summer, winter, spring, fall. That's why oh. it's always been so... Odd for me when I travel to some place in fall or winter in a tropical environment where they don't have a season. Hmm. I get a little it, well, weirded, they do have seasons. weirded out by that because yeah. it's you know there's not a, a distinct marker or demarcation of seasons. They but they have weird seasons. They have rainy and dry, right? Well, yeah, all they of have, them? yeah, dry and wet seasons. Mm-hmm. But that's no fun. I mean, maybe it's. Well, fun. this one says epoch. That's how you pronounce it? Not epic, epoch. Epoch. Yeah, whatever. Okay, okay. I Okay, for a time... Okay, Ecclesiastes 3.17 says, uh, For a time, for every matter, and for every deed is there. I said to myself, God will judge both the righteous man and the wicked man. For a time, for every matter, and for every deed is there. I mean, this is just time for mm-hmm. everything. And then 8.6 of the same book says... Eight six for there is a proper time and procedure for every delight when a man's trouble is heavy upon him. Proper time for even pleasure and eating chocolate cake. Well, there's there's different views of time too, okay. even biblically. All right. You know, it talks about um, Psalm ninety twelve. I love this one. So teach us to number our days, mm. and we may get a heart of wisdom. In that psalm, the psalmist mm. is writing about how we should. Teach us to understand that our time is limited. limited and our time is useful and our time is precious. Mm-hmm. But then in Second Peter 3.8, Peter says, But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that the Lord, to the Lord, one day is as a thousand years and a thousand mm. years as a day. Yes. So God does not live in our sense of time. Um, he has his own But he works perception. within it. He works within it, but it's his own perception. But I think one of the things we have to remember is that when he sent Jesus to us, Jesus had to experience time, our time. Yeah. Okay. Earth growing up, aging, people dying. Did they celebrate birthdays? I don't know. Jewish so, people? I, yes. Back in Israel. I mean, Jewish sure people now, but I'm back sure then? I bet they did. But, uh, I mean, if you look at um, our concept of time here. Yeah. Even as Christians, if someone dies, we grieve. Right. Because we're going to miss them. For a time, even yeah. knowing that we'll we will be re- reunited with the ones that, that we've lost during that time period in between, that's a time of sadness for us. Even if we know, as as believers, we know that that's not eternity. Eternity will be spent with that person. That time apart is a time that we grieve, and that's a natural human well, thing. Well, that time too, even if we know the person is a believer, went to heaven. Mm-hmm. Our our life our life before them or when they were there is gone. Right. We get a whole new different life without them and so we have to learn to live without that person. And and so that's a whole transition. I mean there's so much that goes into grieving. Right. But, but I'm wanted, just I'm yes, just right. I'm just saying that's one of the times times, times, times we say that all the time. 
all the time. Oh, just keeps popping up. But we have a tendency to say that is one of the times in our life. Mm. It's marking, marking, marking an occasion, marking something. Yep. The loss of a loved one, the birth of a child. Mm -hmm. We mark time very importantly. Anniversaries, birthdays, um, holidays. There are things Mm -hmm. that we, we, things that are important to us that have significance because of the time, mm-hmm. which and, is interesting. Well, and I think, too, okay, so God gave us seasons, and even in these places where they don't have the the obvious seasons like we do, they still do have seasons. So these seasons are teach us how to live in the seasons, I think. It's all, and even, you know, if we didn't have January, February, March, April, we could... Do it by bugs. You know, <laughs> this is the season of the millipedes. And now we're in the season of the box elder bugs. Yes. Prior to that, we were carpet beetle season. Yes. Yes. And, <laughs> and now we're past mosquito season because it's cool enough we don't get bit by mosquitoes. Oh, but they're still and around, soon, right? it will freeze hard enough that we will be past the fly season. Oh, right. Now yes. we're also in the house fly season. Everyone has flies in the house. Last second. Yep. That's yes. our last burst. Okay. Oh, here. Here's the one I wanted to read. Where to go? Okay, uh, Psalm thirty-one, fifteen a. My times are in thy hand, mm-hmm. and I just think, like, if we're all stressed out about things happening, we need to relax and say, "Hey, God's got this." And maybe it doesn't happen on my time schedule, but God is never late, and His timing is perfect. His right. timing is perfect because He's perfect. And then, oh wait, let's see. Oh, and then Job fourteen sixteen a says, "For now, thou dost number my steps." Oh, and there's another one, Psalm one thirty nine sixteen. You want to read that one? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh well, I have to get it. Psalm. Uh, Psalm one thirty nine sixteen. Good, good, good chapter one thirty nine of Psalms. I'm sorry, I should have just turned to it. Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book in your books were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, mm. when as yet there was none of them. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's the English standard version here. Yeah. Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written. Every one of them. And I can't remember the days that were formed for me. The days that were formed for me. It's almost like <coughs> I was thinking today. How to explain this to somebody. Okay, Jesus died for everybody. Mm-hmm. And everybody, anyone can choose him and believe in him and have eternal life. Yes, we have that free will. We yes. have that free will. And I kind of think of the world is God's story. And when we accept him, we get to, we land in the story and we get to take part in it. Like an actor in a play. But then there's all these people on the sidelines that haven't said yes yet to Jesus. So they're just sitting there. But Jesus is saying, get into the game. Get into the play. You have a part to play. It's a really important part. And I don't know why I thought of that. That's time. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's go to Colossians 4 here. Colossians 4, 5. Walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time. Hmm. There is... A value to time. Life is a gift. Mm-hmm. Every breath is a gift from God. There's a value placed on time. 
biblically there is a value in place on time that we have certain things that we can do in certain times mm. and we are asked to do what we can do within our time right do what you can do in your time yes and i do think i mean we do we need to plan out our days but i think how we should we should hold it loosely cuz if god something happens we need to say oh this is god so instead of seeing things that interrupt our day don't see them as interruptions but this must be a god thing because i didn't plan it and here it is and um that's not easy to do though because we have in our talking to a child that has a small child um it can get frustrating when you want to do something Mm. and you're starting to do it and then they need your attention and you can forget that the most important thing is the child because you want to get this task done well, that happens. That happens with every, everyone. Yes. Yeah. And we have to remember the most important thing is not the task at hand, but the person maybe who's interrupting, right. who maybe needs your time. And that happens on a daily basis yes. with me at school. Oh, it happens everywhere. Um, you have plans. You you do your best to plan something out. And you, then something will come in that interrupts it that is more important than your plan. Mm. And sometimes it's hard for us to let go of our plan, right? And roll with what roll with what, what is important. But oh, I have a verse, and it is about time. Hosea ten twelve. Mm-hmm. Time is only mentioned quickly, but it, if you think about it, it's about life and time. Sow with a view to righteousness. Reap in accordance with kindness. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord. Until he comes to rain righteousness on you. It's always time to seek the Lord. Time to seek the Lord right now. Yeah, Ephesians hey, 5, 15 through 17. I was, I was trying out these new markers. I absolutely nice. love them. Yes, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, mm-hmm. making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm. As things get more complicated, as things in this world keep spinning out of control, yeah. and we know the end of the story. We know that's going to happen, and I think most of us can feel that happening now, where things are starting to right. spin and wobble and look like they're losing balance. And that's the time where we need, that is when we need to use our time the wisest. Right. We'll never get this moment back. Never. You'll never have today again. Today is going to be in your rearview mirror the next time you close your eyes. So we have to do the most with what we have. I will say, now we say all this, and it's all true, but when you're dealing with other people, if they're waiting on you, don't waste other people's time either. I mean, if you're on a schedule, I mean, you just balance all this. But don't don't interrupt, don't, don't, uh, what do I say? Don't show up just because you don't want to show up. Show up when you're supposed to show up, and God will work. Okay, I'm processing that. Okay. okay, well, you know, take what you want from that. I don't know. Galatians 6, 9, let us not do weary, grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Oh, if we do not give we up. We do not give up. In due season. And it's not necessarily us, it's definitely not our, within our ability to choose these seasons. No, it's the seasons just like, come upon us. And we just have to be uh, accepting no. of the fact that God's in control. 
that he will bring the seasons to us, the reaping and the harvesting and the, and the planting and all those things will come to us. We just do the best we can in that time because there's nothing we can do about it other it, than be wise about it. And it is amazing that everywhere God shows us how to do it. Like, uh, like if you live near f- fields where they, where they plant things, the farmer plants in the spring or whatever, and then he harvests when it's ready to harvest, but he can't harvest early or he's not going to get a good crop. He can't harvest late and it might be wasteful. I mean, he has to do it in the right time and it's, he cannot usually, I mean, these days, modern days, they can almost get it down to at least the week of harvest. I would think, don't you think? Pretty close. Pretty close to a week. You'll buy seeds and it'll tell you how many days you have from planting to harvest. So they'll kind of know when harvest time is, Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily true. If it comes like a week early, they got to do it a week early. And you can't control the the weather. You know, it might get rain at the wrong time. It might get not enough rain at the right time. So, yeah, things vary there. And so, I mean, I think that's kind of a, you know, illustration for us, as is like looking at fruit trees. You know, you got to give them their time. And when it's, you only pick the fruit when it's time. <coughs> and when we look at, when we look biblically at things too, I like this Psalm, Psalm 39. It says in verses four and five, it says, Lord, make me know my end. Mm. And what is the measure of my days? Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few hands breaths and my life is nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. Mm. Lord, let me understand the shortness of my days. Yeah. Let me understand that there will be an end and I will not be able to do anything else. That it's just fleeting. I love that sentiment because the psalmist is not just saying, you know, you're forever and I'm not. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. But my lifetime is nothing before you. God has eternity waiting for us. Right. But this time period that you're here right now, when it's so easy for us to get wrapped up in ourselves, so easy for us to get wrapped up in our needs, our wants, our desires, Mm -hmm. it's so easy for us to wrap it up and say, by this date, I want to have this or I want to have that or all these things. We have to remember that we're just a blink. Yeah. Our lifetime here on earth is just a blink. We are just foreigners passing through. This is a short period of time. And God has so much more involved in his plan not just for the world, but for us right. and for our future. I have two verses here. Uh, mm-hmm. Isaiah 64, 8. But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay and thou our potter. And all of us are the work of thy hand. So he forms us for certain tasks. And we'll be happiest when we're doing what we have been created to do. And... Uh, I guess that was that was as actually looking for First um, John two seventeen. Yeah. The world is passing away along with its desires, mm. but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So if we spend our time abiding within the will of God, mm-hmm. if we spend our time doing what God intends us to do, if we spend our time wisely living the way God wants us to live, that's when it's going to be reflected back that you did a right, you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, well done, good and faithful servant comes after the time is measured. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I think this goes with, but this is from Isaiah okay. fifty-seven fourteen, and it shall be said, "Build up, build up, prepare the way, remove every obstacle out of the way of my people." And I guess I say that because you know we're supposed to be our days are supposed to encourage other people, build them up, show them Jesus, plant seeds, everything to point to Jesus, everything for other people's good, and not to take from them, but to give because we've been given so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can never outgive God what he's given us. And that's everything he's given us. Finances, uh, gifts, talents, time. Right. As we're talking about time. I, it, I mean, we, we can't outgive God. I think and giving is, what did you say Sunday? And giving is the blessing. Right. What I, what I said was that quote from... I believe it's good that that said um, the reward is not the action, but what happens because of the action. Oh, yeah. not what you do, but what you become because of what you do. Yes, because you change. When I you love give. It, that's not a direct quotation. But forgive it's me, it's not like a that. direct quotation, but it's something like that. Basically, saying that the work itself uh-huh. will change you in a positive way. Yes, no matter what the outcome is, mm-hmm. you just. Do the work and let it let it let it happen. And that's how I think as Christians we are meant to do what we can do and lay it all out there before mm-hmm. God. Let him take it. And leave and then the results the, with him too. Yes. And the trans and and uh, in the end the transformation from whatever work you were done you may never see. Right. You may never experience the rewards of the work you did. But the fact that you did the will of God and abided in the will of God is enough. Well, that's what the, and what's that's it about. What, yeah. yeah, that's where we got to relax and let let God take control. Yeah, and it's, it's so often that we struggle against time, we fight against time, because we want things to happen when we want them to happen. Yeah, and then we also sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it's I don't want it to happen yet. I want it to happen later. I yeah. want you know. And also, and I don't know if this is everywhere or just America. But we sometimes think of it, it was a really good thing if we get a certain result or we get so-called success out of it. But that's really doesn't matter. How it ends doesn't matter. It's what you do, like you said, because God doesn't say it's going to end a certain way. Like, oh, you're going to have a hundred more people at your church or whatever. He doesn't say that. He just says, do this. Leave the results to me. It doesn't matter if you did what you're supposed to do. There you go. That was, that glorified me. And, and God's not into big, I mean, he's, he loves every single millions and billions of people, but he's into little things. He's into the relationships, yes. the individual stuff. Matthew six thirty four. they're not doing, therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Mm-hmm. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Mm. We just, I mean, that's Jesus saying, yeah, don't worry about tomorrow, just deal with today. Yeah, too many, now. too much of the time, we do, we worry about tomorrow. I mean, the advertising for retirement plans and all oh those things. Gosh, and yeah. as we get older, as we age, we start thinking about those things. What mm-hmm. are we going to do 20 years from now? I don't want to be um, a burden on anyone 20 years from now. When I'm not able to do what I can do today. But, on the other hand, 
We're not meant to have fear about the future. No. We're just we're we're just we're just meant to be concerned with the day, not worried, but concerned mm-hmm. with what's right in front um. of us. The only thing we can truly affect, the only thing we can truly affect in the scale of time is the here and now. That's true. I can't change my past. Right. And I can't I really have no control over my future. No. But I, what I do today is all I can really control. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow, it's going to have its own problems, then just take care of today. Mm-hmm. Today is what I can what I can affect. So many times we try and, and reach outside of our own sphere of influence. No, we don't need to. Well, we try and, we try and take the role of God Ugh. and design and control and plan. There's nothing wrong with making plans. There's nothing wrong no. with that. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But when we decide that we want it a certain way and we will, we don't have any flexibility in that, we take it out of God's hands trying to put it in ours. Yeah. And if you want to see something fail, do that. Go against God <laughs> with your own plans and hold to that, even though God's saying that's probably not what you should be doing. I was trying to find, there is a, I just can't remember what letter it is in. And I thought it was in the end of James, but I don't think so. Or, Paul says, you know, don't be going around saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm moving to the city, I'm going to be big time, whatever. Don't do that. Just say, if God's will, I'll do this if it's God's will. You know, um, I just don't remember where that is. Maybe it is in James and it just didn't. But, uh, yeah, we plan, but we need to give our plans to God. And if he has something else that he wants us to do, then... We got to do his thing, you know, because we can get it wrong. He doesn't ever get it wrong. And I do know if we have a plan and then God has another plan, his plan's going to be a whole lot better than the one we had. And I think one of the other things we need to take into consideration is I think when God put this concept of time into us, mm-hmm. he didn't put it into us so that we would have this fear of death or the fear of ending or anything like that. I think what he did by putting this concept of time in us is he gave us a gift to show how much he loves us. Mm. Because as days go by, as years go by, as time goes by, as decades go by, we can look back and see God. That's the one wonderful thing about memory is we get to see where God was. Jesus was always there. He right. was and always he, there. He was always there yeah. all the way through your life. Even if you didn't accept him until later in life, if he you look back, there. you will see, oh yeah, that was God. Even I, though I didn't know it was God at the time. That is a blessing to and, be able to look yeah. back. And that's and the memory, the gift of memory. Yeah, that's because gift. I think uh, the one thing that sometimes people, not just Christians, Adults in general, and somewhere along the line, kids get this, we quit using our imaginations in a good way. Like, worry is a way to use imagination, but that's in a bad way. So, God wants us first to use our memories to remember what he has done, and then our imaginations we're supposed to use to imagine what he might do in that way. And that's, remember we did that in in church? 1 Corinthians 10.2 or 2 Corinthians 10.2. No eyes seen, no ears heard. Uh, let me see. It's one of those. First Corinthians. It's second, isn't it? I don't know. I'm going to look. I can't okay. remember. Well, let's see what 10.2 is. Nope. That 
1 Corinthians 10 to is, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So let's see if it's 2 Corinthians, Corinthians 10 to. Um, no, it's not that either. Is it 9? So what was, what were you saying? What was the verse again? I don't know. No, uh, no, no eyes, no eyes, see, no eyes seen, no ear is heard, no mind is imagined what God has planned for those love him. First Corinthians two nine. Oh, there, there was a. There's First Corinthians, and there was a nine in there, and there was a two in there. Okay. There's a one, a two, and a nine. You get close. Wow! Why don't you read that? What no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and has not entered the heart of man. What God has prepared for those loving Him. Oh, we. Okay, and mine says, uh, but just as is written, things which eye has not seen and ears not heard, which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love Him has prepared. It's kind of like God has, well, it is like this. God has all these things that he has planned for you to do. That you've he, never even conceived in your brain. And he knows you'll delight in them. Yes. I mean, it's exact things that... Well, that, just look at our lives and what's mm-hmm. gone, what's happened in our lives. Each of us each of us can look in our own lives and see. I, I never thought about being where I am now. There was nothing... Planned you didn't in, think you'd be a preacher when we met in Somalia? I did not think we'd be a, I'd be a preacher then. I did not think we'd live in South Dakota. Never crossed my mind. I didn't think we'd live on the Cheyenne River Reservation. Never crossed my mind. I didn't think we'd be married. None of those things were on my radar of something that this is what's going to happen in the future. But God has done wonderful things all the way along. And he has just turned page after page after page of wonderful, exciting new discoveries as things go on. And I think as we relax into that concept, we can see more of what's around us. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a hurry and you're driving somewhere, like you're late for work or something like that, you don't notice anything around you. Mm -hmm. But make sure you don't hit anything. That's all you're doing is trying to drive Mm -hmm. as fast as possible, look for cops sitting on the side of the road, and try not to hit a deer. That's pretty much what we're what we wrap ourselves up in. And as we try and pass quickly through things, we miss all the beauty around us and all of God around us and all the things around us. And you know, so leave early for work. Don't be late. And also, if you're late, just be late. Don't don't rush, man. I mean, your life is worth more than that. Um, You know what I noticed that I never noticed before: Hmm. the wrinkles by my ear. Oh, yes. Ear wrinkles. Ear oh, are wrinkles. they ugly? Uh, they're not and, ugly at all. They're just part of you that yes. you don't get to look at very often. Well, I will say, too. You're like that passage yeah. we had on Sunday, like someone who looks at themselves in a mirror and turns away and forgets what they saw. No, I haven't forgotten those ear wrinkles. I know you haven't forgotten. I know, but they're just I, She made me take a picture of her ear for a health reason. Health reason. And she saw the wrinkles. So the next time I put, took a picture of her ear, I made sure the wrinkles weren't in frame because she kind of freaked <laughs> out about the ear wrinkles. Well, I don't funny. understand it. I it's fine. But I will say, too, you know, I know mirrors have been used in many incredible ways. Like, they're in telescopes. They're used for medical reasons. But I think people look at themselves too much. Oh, yeah. I think... I think Trust me, as a guy, I shave every day. I appreciate a mirror when I'm shaving. Well, that's true. Um, but I have to, you know, you, you, you notice things when you're looking like that, but... Why did I bring that up? Because why don't we just relax and find our bodies humorous as they age? 
just to finish our time thought here, because we're at that point. One more I thing. I want to finish our time thought. Ear wrinkles are funny. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. One more thing I want to finish up with okay. here. And this is this is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Oh, that's a good one. It's a passage that Jane has painted and hung up in the church. It's right there for everybody to see every day. And I love this. I love this verse because it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Mm-hmm. The comfort I find in that is, I know the plans I have for you. God has a plan for you. It's mm-hmm. already there. So don't worry about all the other stuff. I know, I, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Mm-hmm. These are the plans that God gave us through His Son, Jesus Christ, that mm-hmm. we have a future and that we have a hope for the future, that this, that this fleeting would. blink eye blink of a life is not the end, it's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Even if you live to when we abide in God is where our, we will see those plans revealed to us as we go. I think we're just going to be just amazed. Yep. That's not even a good word. I mean, it is a good word. All right. Well, I think this will end us up here. Okay. Make the best use of your time. Cherish every moment. Cherish everyone you love. Cherish all the things you love and the things you do. Look at the sunsets. Listen to the birds. Hold the child. Sniff the baby's head. Hug your wife. Eat cake. And live with God. <laughs> God bless. Bye.